You are listening to The Quest for 100, a discussion on everything you never knew you wanted to know. And now your hosts, Justin and Brian. Welcome back, Questers. I hope you're loving it, because I'm loving it. Oh, I'm loving it too. Yeah, we are back for another episode of The Quest for 100. I am Brian. He is Justin. Correct. We are the questers for we, 100. We are. We still haven't figured out what 100 we're looking for, but someday. We'll hit 100 with something. Yeah. We're going to hit it. We're going to hit two goals. It's going to be 100 listens per po- up per a podcast, and uh, we're going to hit 100 podcasts. So yeah. we're going to hit two goals. Yeah, hopefully. Two bir- Maybe it'll be two birds with one stone. Maybe one day. One yep. day. But we are back. Uh, we are a week- weekly podcast, and we just kind of pick random topics. Give some trivial knowledge, so hopefully if you attend a trivia night, maybe we can give you a nugget or two that you can use to impress your friends with. And we do some debates, but we also like to eat. Yes. And today we're going to do the famous or infamous yeah. food episode of McDonald's. Yeah, so we, uh, well, at least I, I can only speak for myself on this one, but um, it was a thought that went over my head. It was like, is McDonald's a classified food episode? And then I'm like, well, you can't have McDonald's and not eat McDonald's. Right. So it has quickly become a food episode. So as you said, we do have some food in front of us. You know, To do a little bit of a description, we ordered three meals. Uh, the uh, classic Big Mac, which I think that was the number one. Number one. Uh, the number four, which we are questioning if it actually we re- if we received the number four, correct. Um, but uh, it is we a, were looking for a chicken sandwich. Yes, we did receive a chicken sandwich, and it's the ultimate chicken sandwich, which is not what I remember the chicken sandwich at McDonald's looking. I like. think we needed the ultimate chicken sandwich deluxe. I think there's a deluxe option. I think is what you're probably thinking oh, of. Oh, so did we not get the deluxe? I. Don't, I, I I don't know. I'm that. very. That was like the saddest thing when you opened that up and it just looked. Because yeah, like you said, it usually comes in a box, and and this didn't come in a box. Yeah. Uh, anyway, but we have that, and then we have a uh, happy meal. Yep. Uh, you know, to relive our younger years. Yep. Uh, receiving the burger, so we can compare the two burgers, uh, the Big Mac to the regular. And and I've got a lot of comments. Okay. Already. Based well, the happy meal. Let's start with the happy meal. Yeah. One. There was no option for a soda for the Happy Meal. That's good. That's good, right? It's good, healthy eating. Yep. Yep, yep. So you had some options of water and, and juice, and we chose the chocolate milk. We did. That was for you, Brian. Yep, just for me. And then the other option, which I I, I was confused by. So it, it asks you to select either uh, a Go-Gurt or a Apple Slices. I'm with you now. Okay. okay. Which I thought was a complete replacement for the French fries. Yeah, I did too. And then we opened up the box and we got French fries. Yep. A little baby French fries. Very baby sized French fries. But I didn't think we were getting French fries at all. So I was I was initially one when we were sitting there, I was like, Oh man, they're not gonna get fries with the Happy Meal anymore. Yeah. But now I was pleasantly surprised. Yeah, I think but what they probably ended up doing is just reducing a little bit of how much fries you get as a kid's 
uh, menu. Mm, I mean, it does look actually. That's a pretty good amount. I thought it. Used I do to be like that they have the same fry container, but yeah, it's just smaller. Because it used like, to that's be a, small. Yeah, the bag, yeah, right? The bag. Like, and this is evolved. Um, yeah. Anyway, so we we have this in front of us. We're gonna eat as we go. You know, in case you were you were curious, the the kids menu came. It's onward themed, uh, which is the mo- new movie coming out, um, and uh, which actually is a good lead in to since last time. Are we doing since last time? Yeah. Oh, okay. I wasn't sure. Uh, we always do. But, uh, yeah, so I actually last night went to go see Onward uh, in the theaters. Got a screening of it, which is the new Pixar, uh, Disney Pixar movie. And uh, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was a, it was worth a watch. If you have kids, I uh, definitely say yes, go see it. If you are, you know, childish at heart, um, great, a great movie. I, I like Alyssa was making fun of me, um, or maybe making fun of me, but she said that she thought I would really like it because she ended up getting the book, which is based off of the movie before the movie came out, and so she was reading some of it. If that makes sense. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> so the, the book is based off of the movie, but the movie hasn't yes. come out yet. Yeah. So this is what they do, I think, sometimes in like children's films, especially. So they, the movie's coming out. But they release the book based off of the screenplay or whatever it is, and then it helps basically pub the movie a little bit more, and then people want to go see the movie. Weird. I don't know. But anyway, she read part of it, and she's like, this is totally nerdy. Like, it's about fantasy and, like, wizards and all this stuff. Because I've been getting into magic, she was like, well, this is totally up your alley. And and it was. Uh, I enjoyed it. It was a really cool adventure uh, film. And funny, and, and it pulls on your heartstrings, too. So I, I do recommend uh, the movie. But what about you, Brian? What have you been up to? Well, the the thing I need to hit on today is that I've learned that my mother has started listening to these podcasts. Yes. She really enjoys them. I get feedback on the regular yep. about her thoughts on the podcast. I'm also getting called out <laughs> because... She thought I liked certain things when I was growing up. <laughs> we speak the truth here on the quest. And then I say something else on the podcast. And granted, I haven't lived in the same household as my mom's for, you know, 15 years right. now. Right, yeah. And so some of the things have probably evolved since I was younger. Right. But, man, I might have to watch what I say now. No, I think you got to be true to yourself. <laughs> she'll, she'll, she'll learn. She'll adapt. I do think it's funny, uh, two things. One, uh, that it's taken 60-some episodes for your mom to start getting into the listening. But then two, you know, we talk, we often talk about, you know, joking about that it's just going to be our moms listening. But your mom wasn't listening. And my mom listened to one episode because I specifically requested that she did. And that was the Beanie Baby episode. Oh, okay. And she unlike your mom, had much critique for me. <laughs> she was like, that wasn't true, or that was mis- you didn't remember that, right? Or we did this, and I mean, she liked it, but overall, like, it was, it was much more critical than your mom seems to be towards uh, your podcasting. Well, but, she, th- she thinks we have a good chemistry hey, and good combo. So. I, I'm on board. Welcome, welcome on. I uh, appreciate you listening. So, have you tried the hamburger yet? No, I haven't. Should, okay, we, should so we dig in? I, I, I am working on the hamburger right now, and it's not bad. There's very little meat, I got to say. This looks twice the thickness of a piece of paper. <laughs> this is wow thin. Yeah. 
Yeah. The bread is actually very good. I, I'm a big fan of the bread, the bun. Yeah. I, I will say, and maybe, should we unbury the lead? Sure. Let's okay. do it. So, uh, first of all, I used to be a pretty big fan of McDonald's. Now I don't go very often at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, the only thing I will really get anymore, if I have to go and like it's the only place open or only option, I'll get the deluxe chicken sandwich, which we tried to get, but I don't think we got. I don't think we did. And that's about it. I might, I do more frequent it for breakfast, though. I will say the breakfast true. options are very good. Uh, when I was growing up, I used to get the pancakes. And, you know, it used to be this treat to go get the pancakes sure, yeah. at McDonald's. And anytime one of my parents had to go into work early, we would go get the pancakes. And I would get to eat the pancakes before going to school. But also, unburying the lead, side note, I do own stock in McDonald's. Oh, is so, that right? So thank you for your business today. <laughs> yep, anytime. Yeah. So my my grandfather and grandmother, I, I don't remember what year it was, but... It, it's been a long time. Uh, yeah. Basically, they bought stock for all of the the grandchildren, and man, that stock has gone up yeah. quite a bit since yeah. then. So I, I think it started at um, I, I don't even remember what the price is, but obviously with the recent stock prices sure. dropping, uh, it's not quite as high. But, but it'll bounce back up. It'll I'm bounce sure. back up, and yeah. it's I mean, McDonald's stock is one of the top stocks it's now in the dow jones um you know 30 stocks that they kind of evaluate so it's it's a good stock it's a healthy stock for sure for me um i I think i'm pretty sure i've mentioned this in previous podcasts um i have a couple memories that I'll, i'll quickly speak to one is that you know during the beanie baby phase we used to go to McDonald's all the time uh, to get the teeny beanie babies. And like I, if you listened to that episode, we talked about or I talked about how um, we would get so many of these that we would get all the burgers, especially the burgers, but even the chicken nuggets and freeze them and then eat them later. So I had a little bit of a negative. I think that was actually thinking about back like I didn't love burgers when I was younger. It probably was until I was like 16 when I started eating burgers and it might have been partially because I had so many of them when I was younger. So that's one. Two, I, I specifically remember the days of uh, when chicken nuggets were like, so my, my mom and dad are divorced. When we would go with my dad, um, we would stop uh, at McDonald's like on our way to New Jersey. And uh, almost like every time we would go and, oh, what what is the chocolate milk is horrible. Oh no! It is not good chocolate milk. Oh no! What what kind of milk is it? Like who? It is it their kind or is it? Yeah, McDonald's oh. brand of chocolate milk. Oh weird! I used to get the chocolate milk. Yeah, and it's not good. Oh, that's a shame. And so I'd get the chocolate milk with my pancakes. Oh okay, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So anyway, so I would get that, and I remember the days when the chicken nuggets would be either a mix of white and dark or just dark meat. And every once in a while, you'd get that fatty chunk. And 
uh, I got turned off from the chicken nuggets um, at that point from McDonald's. Yeah, because you almost think it's not supposed to be there. Yep. Yeah, it's it's really yeah. gross. I wasn't a big fan of the chicken yeah. nuggets either. Um, but then you did bring up another point with the breakfast thing. We, I remember when my mom owned a book business, we would often go to McDonald's again. It seemed to be a trend of when I was younger. Not that my mom didn't cook. It's just we went there seemingly a lot. And uh, the breakfast, when, when the McGriddles came out, that was like, I mean, I swear we went to McDonald's like once a day, like for a McGriddle. And it was, they were amazing. And then it just became like, this is too much. So I, I have, but every once in a while, when I go to McDonald's, similar to you, it's typically if it's like late and they happen to be open and I didn't eat or two, more likely I'm getting a quick breakfast and it, it, my, my gut says get the McGriddle if it's there. Um, and, uh. It's not as good as it used to be. I think part of the fact that, you know, the supersize me effect almost, now people are more conscious of yep. the health effects of eating fast food and all the trans fats and all that kind of stuff. So when we were growing up, it wasn't like this, oh, unhealthy option. It was just the fast option for pretty good food. Just yep. we didn't, you know, as a human species, didn't kind of acknowledge that oh it's not really very good for you yep yeah exactly all right well should we jump into some news you're a newsman i ever tell you otherwise i'd be in the face well my news is slightly slightly old but also relevant right now Uh, we're recording this episode a little bit early but Basically, it is that uh, HBO has launched McMillions. So, have you heard about this? No. Oh, okay. Pop culture. Come on. Sometimes I feel like something might get through to you, Brian, and it just doesn't. But uh, yeah, so HBO has a show called McMillions. So, I'm, at least I'm educating you on this. Um, so, if you're a listener and you don't know, uh, the documentary is um, it's a mini series. So, it's uh, six episodes. As of uh, today, they've launched four. Probably by the re- uh, when we release this, it'll be five episodes. Um, but uh, it brings viewers back to the heyday of McDonald's most successful promotion, which encouraged customers nationwide to buy fast food in order to score more Monopoly-themed mm, game pieces. Yep, remember that. Yep, so you remember this. The prizes for collecting these pieces range from an inconsequential free fries to a massive $1 million. And for 12 years, the game was completely rigged by a slowly expanding group of criminals who figured out how to crack the system. So it is, it, if you played the game at all, you know, growing up, which I did as well, uh, you need to watch this. Okay, like it, I will. it's yep. it's really really good. Um, there's there's some moments when it's like feels like it's a little over top, but in terms of like the content and what it is, like I, I highly recommend it. We're we're four episodes in, as I said, and um, it's just interesting. It it um, it devotes an hour episode into slowly unspooling how the crime unfolded over its decade plus reign, starting from the FBI agents who first started the pursuit. Uh, based off of a tip that they nearly dismissed uh, to the associates of the suspects they identify in the case uh, as it gains traction. So you're kind of following the FBI story. You're talking to the actual cr- people who are a part of it, the criminals, and uh, they talk about, you know, it. it's 
seems silly, but it's basically the mafia that's, you know, or gangsters, if you would, that are running this. Yep. Um, so I highly recommend if you haven't watched it, definitely watch it. If you have HBO, um, it's only, you know, it'll be, end up being six hours of your life, which is, I think, worth it. Yep. It's probably less time than uh, you spent going to McDonald's collecting pieces <laughs> in your life. Well, my news comes from McDonald's itself, and they have released six candles that, when burned together, make the room smell like a quarter pounder. <laughs> How many candles did you say? Six. Six. Yeah. So we obviously <laughs> didn't We didn't get the quarter pounder. Sure. Because I don't think we need that much food. Despite some of our other food episodes and how much food we've eaten, I think we needed to be a little bit healthier. But this is actually part of their new Quarter Pounder fan club line of merchandise. So the six cents are bun, ketchup, pickle, cheese, onion, and 100% fresh beef. Interesting. Yeah. So you have to get the full collection. Do they sell them together? Do you know? Yes, they sell them together. They're actually sold out right now so on... You, so you can't buy them separately? No. Oh, you have to. Well, I mean, it makes sense, right? Yeah, you have to buy them all together. So uh, the story I, I was reading was from The Eater, and they ranked all the scents of the candles because they burned them all. Sure. They ranked all of them last. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. They And they were disappointed that there was no French fry option mm, for... Yeah, that should be. Yeah. So it's actually all sold out though already on so you you could buy them on goldenarchesunlimited.com was okay. was the the McDonald's fan club yeah website already sold out I checked yesterday wow i that is amazing i mean that's in terms of like a gag gift that's pretty awesome like i would buy that for someone as a gag gift or around christmas time yeah i don't know which one i would actually want to burn though yeah, what were the what were they again? Bun, ketchup, pickles, cheese, onion, and 100% fresh beef. I mean, you're probably going to go pickle? I I guess, but I feel like to me like cheese might be though, although cheese yeah. doesn't really have a and cheese strong is burned scent. like Yeah, I just felt like melted cheese. It feels like it's almost like fondue, like I don't know. Maybe the fl- I don't know. But yeah, that that sounds Pretty awful, but also pretty awesome. Another note, and and I don't know if this is why you selected this topic, but you know, last week they uh, was National McMuffin Day, hmm. and it actually coincided with the launch of Wendy's uh, breakfast menus. Yes, and, I did follow that. Yeah, and McDonald's gave out free McMuffins or egg McMuffins. Yeah, that's smart. Yeah, on their end. Yeah. Totally pull away. Side note, ton of respect for uh, uh, Wendy's uh, and how they have their social media, and it draws a lot of attention to it. They've been roasting McDonald's and Burger King over the last couple weeks in in anticipation for their new sandwich. So it's kind of cool that McDonald's bounced back with their free Egg McMuffins. All right. Should we drop some knowledge? Yes. Let's do it. As we normally do, I am the history guy. Justin is the stats guy. We're going to start with some history while Justin dives into the Big Mac. Yeah, it's not very big. It's a uh, moderate size. Yeah. Do they make bigger than Big Macs? Uh, I think you can. Mega Macs? 
I think you can get them with multiple stacks. It's just like there's much more bread than there is beef. burger. Yeah. yeah, and beef. Like the special sauce, I do. I forgot how much I actually do like the special sauce. It definitely brings me back. It brings me back like 20 years. Yeah. So I appreciate that, but flavor-wise, it's fine. Yep. All right. Well, as far as history and, and dropping some knowledge, so in 1937, Patrick McDonald opened the Air Dome, excuse me, Airdrome, a food stand on Route 66 in Monrevilla, California. He started by selling hot dogs, and then hamburgers were later added at the cost of 10 cents. And in 1940, his sons Patrick and Maurice, uh, excuse me, the sons of Patrick, uh, Maurice and Richard, moved the restaurant to San Bernardino, renaming it to McDonald's Barbecue. So in October of 1984, they closed down their car hop drive-in barbecue joint to build a streamlined, simple menu restaurant using the assembly line setup for the kitchen serving burgers, cheeseburgers, potato chips, coffee, so, uh, soft drinks, and apple pie. Before that, they had a menu of like 25 items. Oh, okay. So it was, very, it was more along the lines of a barbecue right, place. Right, yeah. And, and so on December 12, 1948, McDonald's was officially opened. After a year, the uh, potato chips were exchanged with french fries and the apple pie with milkshakes. Hmm. In April of 1952, the brothers decided they needed a new building uh, for further efficiency and improvements and to make it a little bit more eye-catching. So they worked with Stanley Clark Meston, and they actually drew up the design to scale on the tennis court in their backyard. So they used oh. chalk and outlined the, what the building was going to look like, where all of the appliances were going to be, where all the seats and, and oh, tables cool. were going to be, all on their tennis court. Wow. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah. So this new design was going to utilize gleaming surfaces of red and white ceramic tile, stainless steel, brightly colored sheet metal and glass uh, with a red, white, yellow, and green neon sign, and then the 25-foot yellow sheet metal arches uh, that were trimmed in neon, the golden arches, right. were you know instituted in this stage of, of their business. I, d- I don't know. I don't, I'm sure you don't have the answer to this. But one of the things I'm curious about, I've you know, in marketing, sometimes colors play a role in your decisions, and so um, red being a very prominent color in McDonald's is one that incites, uh, you know, uh, if I remember correctly, hunger and and maybe even spending. But um, well, so that's the yeah, that was the whole idea is that the red and yellow combination was going to create this uh, desire to kind of speed through the process and almost not necessarily a comfortable feeling where you were inside the the place. So all of these things that they kind of designed were to get people to come in and, you know, really turn this into a fast food chain. So, you know, they they did a bunch of different tactics. They turned off the heat so that people didn't want to stay. They actually fixed and angled the seats so customers were actually sitting over top of their food to promote <laughs> eating faster. They spread the seats farther apart 
So it wasn't like a sociable environment. Uh, you know, various different things that they started to do to get them to come in and out of the was, place as fast as Was the possible. thought to make it – obviously, they want to make it uncomfortable, but is it so that they could move people more people out. through? Correct. Okay, interesting. Make it really oh, a true oh. fast food joint and yeah. not, not a restaurant. Not a sit-down restaurant, sure. yeah. So in 1953, the brothers began seeking franchisees to expand this idea of the business that they'd already started. So Neil Fox was the first one, and, and he opened up the – the second McDonald's in Phoenix, Arizona. The second franchisee uh, was opened in Downey, California, and it actually remains the longest surviving McDonald's restaurant to this date. Cool. Which I really want to go to now, actually. Yeah. Based off what of year was that? Did it start? 1953. 53? 53 yeah. and 54 was when they started franchising. Cool. This, the one that, that's in Downey, California, doesn't actually have to comply by McDonald's remodeling standards to be up to date and refreshed because this particular McDonald's was actually franchised to or from the brothers and not to McDonald's corporate. Oh. So it doesn't have to conform to this. That's why I really want to go to it. Yeah. I'm curious what it looks like. Yeah. Uh, In 1954, Ray Kroc, who is a pretty synonymous name with McDonald's, he, at the time, was uh, a seller of Prince Castle milkshake machines. And the the McDonald's brothers were using some of their milkshake machines in their businesses. So he joined the company and improved the, the burger recipe and actually suggested taking the formula and that the McDonald brothers had built with their, their couple of franchises and taking them all over the country. Yeah. Um, so he took... Uh, he gained the rights to that, and he actually started to sell franchisees all throughout the country. The only two states that he couldn't because um, the brothers already had uh, establishments in were California and Arizona. So Ray, I think he went to back to, to Chicago yeah. and just started to kind of plot his way throughout the country mm-hmm. selling franchisees of, of uh, McDonald's. Yeah. In 1960s, uh, or excuse me, 1960, the advertising pa- campaign "Look for the Golden Arches" began because they were kind of this iconic look to yeah. all of the buildings. In 1961, they established a hamburger university, and this was open to train franchisees and uh, the corporate decision makers on you know different tactics for their hamburger yeah. making. Uh, 1961. Ray Kroc bought the brothers out for $2.7 million. That is pennies. Yeah. What What year is this again? Uh, 61. Yeah, that's pennies still. Yeah, and, and that's uh, incredible because really at the time, he didn't even have enough money to pay that $2.7 oh, really? million. Dollars, so he had to like scrounge it all up to get to that level. Yeah. But yeah, in, in 1962... They introduced the world-famous Golden Arches logo. Uh, up until that point, it was just the arches that were featured on the building, and so you didn't have the double arches. Yeah. You did on the building because they were on one side and another, but right. the logo wasn't there yet. Yep. They also introduced the filet of fish sandwich. Ooh, and famous. the Hula Burger, hmm. which featured a slice of pineapple and a slice of cheese. 
Is there, there's burger though, right? Yes. It's not, okay. Yes. Cool. That's that didn't exciting. last very long. Oh. Yeah. But they were trying. Essentially, they were trying to sell to, you know, the crowd that because of religious reasons didn't eat beef on Fridays. Interesting. That it's big in the Midwest for sure. Yeah. Uh, in 1963, it sold its millionth hamburger and also introduced the character of Ronald McDonald. Nice. 1965. This pertains to me, and I found this an interesting fact. The company went public, and the original offering was for $22.50 per share. And now it's at, like, $190. Yeah. That's awesome. And you got in pretty early. Well, Well, early-ish. Like 20 years ago? 30 years ago? Yeah, 20 years ago. The uh, first foreign restaurant was also opened in 1965 with it being in British Columbia. Oh, okay. And then now, cool. you know, we're all throughout the right. yeah, world. But 1968 was when the Big Mac made its debut. 72 was when the Egg McMuffin made its debut. As the McDonald's really pioneered into the breakfast world for fast food. Mm-hmm. Up until that point, nobody was doing breakfast from the fast food chains that were competing against McDonald's. Yeah. Whether it be Wendy's or Burger King or whatever. Yeah. And then in 75, they actually began tasting a full line of breakfast items. And they started this in their New York uh, city locations with the pancakes and all the other types of things that they offered. And then soon went worldwide. Uh, Also in 1975, they instituted their first drive-through window in the Sierra Vista, Arizona establishment. And this was actually in answer to Wendy's who had apparently oh. gotten the drive through idea first. I was going to I was going to say, you know, were they the first to do that at that point? I guess I never thought about when you were even discussing fast food, I just kind of assumed that they also had the drive through as a part of that, but it wasn't. Um, nope. So now they've created this system where it's like, yeah, we don't even want you in our spot, just yep. come through the window. Yep. 79, we added the Happy Meal. So, you know, our parents weren't really growing up with Happy Meals. Yeah. Hmm. They, they didn't know what it was like. Yeah. They didn't get their thousands of teeny beanie babies. <laughs> In 1980, the McChicken was introduced, but it actually had a disappointing sales. And so a year later, they changed everything up and went with the Chicken McNuggets. So 81 was when the McNuggets came to fruition. Okay. 85, they started to introduce the ready-to-go salad. I don't know if you ever had a salad from McDonald's or remember. I remember they used to have some of the shakers. Do you remember those? Oh, yeah, I do. Yeah. And I actually liked some of those. Their salads are actually pretty good. They're not good for you, though. Yeah. They're, like, um, just as bad as having a regular sandwich. Right. Yeah. Yeah. 1993 was when the extra value menu was introduced. And so... You could get the burger, fries, and a drink combo. Uh, and this actually tied in with Jurassic Park, the movie. Huh. Why? I don't, I don't – it wouldn't tell me why, but it just said it was tied in. I mean, it was probably really popular at the time. Or I'm sure they was themed, you know, and they just themed all of the different things to those. 1995 – or excuse me, 1998 – the company purchased minority interest in an up-and-coming Colorado-based burrito company. 
Can you guess who what that was? Um, I believe it is. Oh my gosh, I'm blanking on what it is. Uh, Chipotle. It is Chipotle. Yeah. So a minority interest. I don't, uh, and I couldn't find if they still have a minority interest. I would assume they still do. I think they do. Yeah. But that's kind of crazy. That, yeah. That McDonald's Corporation has a little bit to do with Chipotle. Yeah. We had uh, 1998. The McFlurry also was introduced. And then you mentioned the McGriddle. That was added in 2003. Yep. That was when we were going pretty often when that thing was released. And, you know, now a couple comments on our experience now. One, we did went through the drive-thru. And we pull up to the first place that you think you order and a robotic voice says please move ahead to the mm-hmm. next ordering station and i was like whoa that's new <laughs> we're in the future yeah and then all you know the nice screens and it could tell you exactly what you were ordering yep i didn't even realize that the menu was changing to that but that's what it was it was it was changing to what we had ordered wait the menu was yes I did not realize that. Yes. Oh, interesting. Yeah. That's why you were so flabbergasted. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, also, the I was amazed by the cup or the soda dispenser. You were, yeah. It it was like a rotating kind of conveyor belt type system. Yeah. That I'm sure the sh- the the woman who was running it just hit one button and it. I would don't go even think she hit a button. I would th- not be shocked. If all she had to do was put the cup, put the down, cup in, and then the system reads it. You know, essentially, all throughout this, it's been this assembly line idea. Yeah. And just efficiencies across the board. Yep. And they've been very successful at that, and they continue to be successful at that, and that's why they make so much money, regardless of whether yeah. people think they're healthy or not. As Justin chugs his shamrock shake. So I wanted to, to just pause for a moment to enjoy the very first sip of the season of the Shamrock Shake. And it may be my only Shamrock Shake because I am trying to eat somewhat healthy. But my favorite thing to do in February is – one of my favorite things is the first sip of Shamrock Shake. Because it doesn't really – and I guess we're in March now. But it is – the Shamrock Shake is one of my favorite things. Anyway, so – I will jump into some quick hitters here on the stats, and we're going to start with this. So the average American spends 1200 on fast food annually. We spent 30 between the two of us, though we spent a l- we, we, we both acknowledged that that was a little bit more than we thought it would be. Yeah. It just felt like it should, you know, go into fast food. It, maybe I mean, we, we got, got a, a little lot. extra. Yeah, but... We both got shakes, too. It's actually we got one meal. Two meals. Well, no, but one meal apiece and a shake. Plus a Happy Meal, which I would have thought the Happy Meal would have been pretty cheap. Yes. Yeah. So I was a little surprised that it was like 28 bucks, but Yeah. But, yeah, so anyway, um, collectively, the nation spends uh, $50 billion on fast food annually. So 23% of adults in the U.S. eat three or more fast food meals per week. Ooh. Yeah. Hmm. I, I, mm, 
I, at one point in my life, I feel like that was the case, especially in 2003 when we were going, you know, I would say the late, the late nineties to mid two thousands, early two thousands, I would at least say was a time when we would go a little bit more often. Um, just easier. My mom would just, you know, when she was always on the move being an entrepreneur. And so it just made sense. We'd get that type of thing, but. I will say I I go to Taco Bell a lot. Is that right? Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> I will say I probably hit a fast food restaurant once or twice a week. I don't think I can get to the third. Wow. I feel like at some point we should have a Taco Bell episode because you frequent it so much. I probably go to fast food twice maybe no I'll I'll say five times a year what yeah I don't go to fast food restaurants anymore wow yeah like I, I like I said like maybe the last time I remember going to McDonald's was last year for a Shamrock Shake and I will say especially in my college years I would go at least five times during that promotion just for Shamrock Shakes man but I don't go anymore Chick Fil A, I will make exceptions for Chick Fil A is, but but the exception being like that's probably one like I'll go like two to three times a year to Chick Fil A, yeah, one time to McDonald's and then one time to a random place because I'm you know I need a food. Hmm. You're gonna panic. Yeah, I'll, I'll if I'm not feeling cooking, I'll just go to Taco Bell or Taco yeah. Time. That's fair, and you have you know one person yeah. where like you know it's my wife and I so. I don't know. I, I, I totally understand it. And you're also – you're one Taco Bell's a little bit better uh, for you. Little, little, little bit, bit better. Yeah, maybe. I don't know if I order the good stuff. Yeah. But also you're pretty active and like – I – we talked about this. Yeah. I work out to eat. Yeah. That's, that's fair. I don't work out, so I don't yeah. eat like that. <laughs> In fact, like it was funny because I've been – I was on Whole30 in January – and then February, I was mostly Whole30. There was a couple weekends when I would take take off from it. But the last time I ate, like, bad was, yeah, the three apples. There are three apples in there. Yeah, three apple slices. Only 15 calories, though. Good for you. And only, like, there's, like, it's really two and a half. Yeah. One of them's, like, half. Yeah. But, yeah, so when I, I told Alyssa that we were doing this episode on McDonald's, she's like, you are you calling out sick tomorrow? Because like it, I mean, I can tell you right now, I already feel a little sick. <laughs> oh, really? Like, I, it, wow. like when you totally like when you have a diet like that, and then all of a sudden you you hit a and it's one thing with like alcohol or some other stuff, but like greasy, like fatty, like this type of food, it just it hits you in the stomach real real quick. Yeah. But uh, anyway, back to back to the stats. Uh, so McDonald's operates and franchises a total of 38,695 restaurants. 93% of them are franchisees. 40% of them are in the U.S. And uh, I, I did a little extra research to dig into this. but um, So if you're looking at opening up a profitable branch, there's some, I mean, there's a lot of ways it could be profitable. But uh, Virginia actually is interesting. Even though it's not the top number of people going to McDonald's, yeah. they are, you know, in terms of the population and the uh, representation for 
McDonald's customers, they actually are twice are fifty percent more likely to be going to McDonald's in Virginia um, than they are in uh, the average, which I thought was kind of interesting. McDonald's restaurants are uh, found in one hundred and twenty countries and territories around the world and serve sixty eight million customers each day. And you know one one of the interesting things about McDonald's is you think they'd be serving the same menu across the board. They don't. They do not. They customize yep. for where they're at. Yep. Even like Hawaii. Like Hawaii has a couple of different options that you can't get on, right. on the mainland. Yeah. Uh, um, my mom actually was the one that reminded me about it. But, you know, we're, we're trying to go to Europe here. Hopefully everyone, you know, stays healthy and we can actually go to this. But she said, oh, well, you're, when you're in Paris and when you're in London, make sure that you – go to mcdonald's like not necessarily to get food but just to see their menu because every mcdonald's in every country is a little bit different and and you don't think about that you go to the same mcdonald's you know whenever you go but it's kind of cool i'm glad that they do something like that yeah yeah so they are according to forbes the number 10 most valuable brand uh they have a 43.8 billion dollar brand value and year over year that's about a six percent increase they have a $96.1 billion in brand revenue, and they spend about $389 million on advertising, which actually in the top 10 is pretty low. Uh, there's like the Apples, Googles of the world that just dominate that advertising space. McDonald's doesn't do as much anymore. and yeah, that, that, I, don't, I don't know if they need to. I, I, agree, I kind of agree. They're not – I mean – they're not really competing. I mean, they are. They have a pretty heavy QSR, you know, quick service restaurant kind of thing. Yeah. But are competitors. But really, people know the arches. People. Yeah. Know, it's a in terms of prominent brands. It's, it's you know what you're going to get. Yeah. I do wish. <clears throat> I, I. Can we go back in the day? Let's do it real quick. One point twenty one So. Do you remember back in the day when they used to have like Tuesdays and they would have 10 cent hamburgers on Tuesdays? Oh my gosh. Or was that just maybe in Pullman? No, I do remember. I don't know why, but yeah, I remember Yeah, that. like one day a week, uh, it would have, you know, they'd throw it back. I remember 10 I don't remember what day it was, but I do remember They'd throw cent. it back to whatever, you know, the price was, 10 cents. Yeah. When they first opened up and- I mean, I don't know that you could do that now, but I, I think you could. I mean, you there are uh, rest. There's plenty of restaurants that do like kids eat for free on this day yeah. and that type of thing. I don't know if that was just for kids or not, but but you got to think. I'm, I mean, yeah. I, I tell you what, if they offered that still, I would go to McDonald's more. Yeah, I mean, ten cents for dinner, like you know, you get a couple of them. Yeah. You actually add up the pieces of paper of beef, and then you get eventually <laughs> you get the right size. Yeah, I, I I do that. Okay, and then the other thing uh, from back in the day. Yeah, playing the play lands. Do they still have many places that have play lands? Ooh, good question. Um, I think they do, but like it, they're like dying out. I think they are because no one needs to hang out there. Yeah, no one's going to a McDonald's to hang out. Well, I, that, that was a transition. Birthday right? parties? Did you ever birth? Did you ever go to a birthday party at McDonald's? I definitely I don't went think to I did, at, at but McDonald's. I remember very vividly a couple places that when you went, it was hopping. Like 
lot of people there. And then the playpen, if if that location had it, was like 20 kids that were running around at least. And whether there was a party there or not, um, I don't remember. But I remember those places always hopping. Like it's – I mean we, we just went – I don't know what time it is. Like around dinner time, 7-ish in Seattle time. And the McDonald's by us is like nobody's in it. Yeah. Like literally, I mean, there's not a playpen or anything, but you're not going to McDonald's anymore to hang out. You'd rather bring it home. The society has changed a lot. Weirdly enough, it's around what McDonald's wanted originally, right? Yeah. Get in, get out. Yeah. And, you yeah. know, because they did transition at some point where you're, if you're out in the playpens and all that other stuff, that's the point when McDonald's is saying, actually, do hang out because maybe you'll buy more and, you know, let's make this environment better. But, yeah, I, I was probably – same same timeline, uh, early 2000s, the late mid, – mid-2000s, mid I guess, when that was really popular. Yeah, basically any – it looks like anytime they are rebuilding their McDonald's, they're taking out the play yeah. places. Yeah, that makes sense. But I definitely went to birthday parties at – Interesting. I mean, the other thing to think about is from a sanitary perspective, we're on a different level than we were 20 years ago, 25 years ago. A lot of those places have shut down. I mean, the play, uh, like even Chuck Chuck E. Cheese's and like those types of things just don't, just don't resonate anymore. And and, people are too afraid of germs. Yep. Yeah. Um, So interesting enough, while the, there's, there's definitely some positives, uh, but revenue actually has been dropping with McDonald's over the last six or so years. So uh, in 2013, they were at $28 billion in revenue, and it's now hovering around $21 billion in the last two years. So the revenue has been in decline, but I think that they're finding efficiencies, like kind of yeah. like what you we saw today and, you know, equipment and all that. I think those are the types of things where actually, you know, they're, they're – um, you know, profits and some other things are actually going up because or their margins are going up or whatever that is. So their paper beef is like paper. Yes, exactly. Then printing it. But yeah, so that was that. And then in 2015, McDonald's uh, egg supply was, uh, I thought it was interesting, 1% cage free. Uh, they are hoping to get to 100% by 2025. Hmm. Which would be uh, about two point two billion eggs. Which I gotta, be, I gotta be honest, I didn't realize they even used real eggs. Yeah, no, they do. I, I mean, they are real eggs. It's just a matter of I how fresh it was an are egg they. Substitute. Oh, I guess it could be. But yeah, no, they use eggs at, at least at some point in the process. But today they're at thirty three percent. So they've gone from one to thirty three in five years, and then in the next five years they're hoping to get to. 100 percent that's cool um and then the last thing was that uh the highest calorie calorie item on the current menu and this changes all the time but as of right now is the large triple thick raspberry milkshake <gasps> which is 1090 calories and uh the average woman uh, just to to for those who don't know the average woman needs to eat about 2000 calories per day uh, to maintain her weight, and the average man needs about 2,500 calories to maintain. Uh, those obviously fluctuate, but it's man, about it's, half I, your I, calories. I, I guess day. I should probably know that. Yeah, yeah. So that's a that's a lot. Um, instead, an alternate, you could get the strawberry banana smoothie, which is 190 calories. So, you know, 
a little bit smaller in size and, you know, banana base instead of, you know, milk and sugar and all that other stuff. But yeah, so that was that was it. All right. Well, let's jump into some friendship tests. We just become best friends. Yep. Sorry, I'm sipping more of my milkshake. Oh. All right. Well, I okay, so I I put this, but I think I already know your answer. I when I think of the big 3, so I'm going to say what is your is McDonald's your favorite or what is your favorite of the big three? Yeah. Which to me, the big three were uh, McDonald's, Burger King, and Wendy's. Okay. As the big three. Do you agree that that's the big three? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because there's, there's obviously there's a lot of, there's a lot out there. Yeah. Like Taco Bell, like does that qualify as like a big enough, you know, competitor in this space? Yeah. I uh, will say one thing before you jump in. So in, in terms of, taco or sorry in terms of tacos in terms of fast food in this nation 41% of people visit McDonald's 23% visit Burger King 21% Taco Bell Subway's 19% Wendy's is 19% Chick-fil-A KFC Arby's for Subway yeah because I thought I saw a number when I was doing some research that Subway is now passed the number of establishments that McDonald's has for the most fast food restaurants. Is that right? Like franchise, like oh. actual store fronts. Oh, I missed that. But yeah, I mean, in terms of visitors, they're not as high as hmm. anywhere close really to as high as I mean, I guess overhead is, is probably a lot lower for them too because yeah. really all of that fresh stuff, like it can stay pretty fresh for yep. a few days and yeah. that's they're making it to order and all that kind of stuff. But yeah. So my answer would be Wendy's. Okay. So you're choosing Wendy's of yeah. the big three. That would be my favorite of the yep. the, the three. Yeah. I'm actually going to agree with you. I, I would choose Wendy's. Yeah. I'm glad you said that. Um, Their burgers are actually <laughs> pretty good. Frosty's very good. Yep. Fries are pretty good. Yeah. Overall, I, I think part of it also was that Wendy's when I was growing up, was in the town next door mm-hmm. and so it was like a little bit more of a v- adventure uh, yep. to go to wendy's sure whereas we actually by the time i was in high school we had two mcdonald's yeah initially we only had one but then yeah. they built another one on the other side of town and so like you could go to mcdonald's and it was kind of regular but like wendy's was like this little trip yep that we would go on yeah no I, not not that un, um, different than my experience. It was always a little bit further to go to Wendy's, but it just was a little bit better. The Frosties make it. I I have always been like I said. I I really wasn't into burgers when I was you know growing up, and so when I go to a fast food restaurant, especially the big three, I am not getting a burger. I'm always getting a chicken sandwich mm. or chicken nuggets or chicken something. But yeah. that's my go to. Um, so for me. McDonald's improved their chicken game, though. And today, actually, the, this chicken sandwich wasn't bad. It just wasn't what I expected. I like a crispy chicken sandwich, and they they used to do that for a couple years really well. And maybe that's we got the wrong sandwich. Or oh, I, don't know what I it think was. maybe then we needed but, number five. What was the five? I think that was the crispy. Oh, I must totally miss that. Yeah, I wanted a crispy chicken sandwich. Oh. But anyway, uh, like I like a good crispy chicken sandwich. But uh, Wendy's has the spicy chicken sandwich, and that's my favorite. Of all the probably all the meals of the big three. Well, I think I think McDonald's has it as well. Well, they added it, but it's not the same. Mm. Like the spicy chicken, to me at at Wendy's was the best. And then, um, but I will say this: 
Burger King is not even close to anywhere near these other two. Um, Wendy's, I think, is a, is a head above McDonald's for me, but but Burger King is trash. And I, I maybe it's because of of me doing chicken, and that's made me biased towards some of this other stuff. But I get sick every single time I have eaten a chicken sandwich at Burger King, and that is not a lie. I've done multiple times and given it a fair share multiple times in my life. I haven't in maybe the last five to eight years, but before then I've probably tried it four times and every time I'm pretty sure I get pretty sick. So I don't know if it's how they make it. Maybe it's the shape, the long shape that just freaks me out. I don't know, but um, I do not like it. All right. So what is your favorite item on the McDonald's menu? Well, I thought it was the chicken sandwich. Oh, actually, you know what? That's not a question. I'm sorry. I take all that back. I, Yes, the chicken sandwich was my favorite meal, but it's a Shamrock Shake. Like, it's not even close. Like, I, I literally, I mean, I, I, I will go through. I had a count. I used to keep in college. Again, I mentioned this earlier, but I used to have a. a we had a, um, what is it? A wall where you can write on or whatever. Um, and I would just like keep tally of of all of them. I used to do. They used to have. Uh, cherries on top I, it always disappoints me they they show the pictures now with cherries but now they don't have cherries anymore but i used to do this thing with a straw where you try to like scoop up the cherry and then catch it and like i don't know i just it's amazing it's the best item that they have i wish they well i don't wish they offered it all year because i would eat it more and it would be less unique uh but yeah the shamrock shake is by far maybe my favorite fast food item in all of the fast foods really yeah it's just it, I love it. I love it so much. Wow. Maybe yeah. we should have gotten you a large. No, it's better off I did. <laughs> so mine is the sausage McMuffin. Oh, okay. Yeah, I really like the sausage McMuffin. Yeah, pretty classic. Yeah, I don't know why, but it's a sausage McMuffin with egg. Ideally. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But that's really the only thing that I'll not regularly eat, but I will go and eat, you know, every once in a while. Yeah, not if I don't have to. Like if I, if I'm forced to, you know, on the road and I need something for breakfast, I'll probably go get. Yeah. Quick side note, back to the Shamrock Shake because I, I was just thinking about this. Um, so they're now offering Shamrock Shakes with Oreos. Yeah. And is that like a Thin Mint, basically? Um, it kind of. But what I wanted to say though is that. I think similar to how you thought I was watching over your shoulder with the space thing. I think they were watching over my shoulder because I have experimented with Oreos in my Shamrock shake. I'll bring them home, crumple up some Oreos and then mix it together and eat it. And it's great. Like it's a great mix. Um, I've done thin mints too and added them in though. It's kind of unnecessary. It's kind of surprising that they haven't done that before with the McFlurry and yeah. Like mixing stuff into their shakes that yeah. way too. I, I I don't I don't like a McFlurry. By the way, I'm not a big fan of McFlurry. I'm not a big McFlurry fan either. And it's weird. Like I don't like their ice cream options. I don't like any of that stuff. But I don't like their even their normal milkshakes. But give me a Shamrock Shake and I'm a happy man. All right. Well, we need to kind of power through some of these. So quarter okay. pounder, Big Mac, or just the regular burger. Um, can I pass on all of them? Sure. Okay. I mean, gonna, bet- but I mean, what we tasted here, what was your favorite? The Big Mac, because there's more burger. That's all. I mean, the the regular burger's fine. <clears throat> I don't know what adds to the quarter pounder. Is the quarter pounder bigger beef? Yeah, 
okay. beef. So maybe I'd it's probably like beef. that. Okay. What's what's a normal Big Mac? One. <laughs> a fourth? No. No, that doesn't make sense. No, a fourth is a quarter. Pound. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, we're we're getting delusional. Yes. It, what yeah, about? You? I, I don't know what. I, I don't know how much that would be. It, not very much though. Yeah. Quarter pound. Quarter pound is actually a pretty good amount. Of yeah, it's a decent burger. What what is it for you? Uh, Big Mac. The special okay. sauce is just really mm. good. Yeah. I, I will say. I don't like onions typically, but because they dice them so small, I don't really notice the onions. That's a good point. Uh, I know I'm not a big onion fan either, especially cold onions. Um, I do taste it, and I, I don't love it, but I'm I'm okay with it. But there's some people that I know that like despise onions, and I bet they don't get these burgers because they have onions mixed in. Well, they can ask for them with no onions. I guess. I don't know. It just seems weird. So uh, what is uh, the best fast food drive through burger that you have? I mean, we talked about the uh, – we talked about favorite items, but who has the best burger? I mean, my favorite is Wendy's, so I would think it would be Wendy's. Okay. I, I mean, it's not, the, it's not like – for me, Wendy's isn't my favorite burger. Like, I like Wendy's because of the chicken sandwich. Mm. So maybe that doesn't apply. You know, you base it off of bur- burgers. Yeah. No, I'm I, I'm Wendy's all the way. Yeah. I think that has the best burger that I can think of uh, from a drive-thru, unless there's drive-thrus I'm not thinking of. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I mean, for me, it, it probably gets into the niche stuff, like uh, Whataburger or, yeah. like, mm. Uh, in and out, like any of those Burgerville down in Oregon. Okay, yeah, like like some of those, I I would be okay with from a fast food. Like because five five guys doesn't have a drive through, so right. Yeah, I, I would feel s- like you need a drive through. I would that. I would say five guys is a better burger for a fast food. Although place. technically, like Subway is fast food, but uh, they do have places that have they have drive throughs. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, I've never seen that. Yep, interesting. Okay, so this last thing, I well, I. You you referenced this, um, but I wanted to just quickly run through. Every McDonald's has like special stuff, and uh, well, not every McDonald's, but every country has some in- interesting stuff. So I wanted to shout out some things, and uh, tell me if you would eat these. I-, I put a link in there so you can look at the pictures too, Brian, if it helps. But um, yeah, I'm looking. So the Novo Brie, which is like a looks like a burger. Uh, currywurst uh, with some brie cheese on it served in Portugal. Would you eat eat that, Brian? Oh, sorry. I was like searching to find one that I would actually oh, eat. Oh, okay. Well, I'm not going to read through all of them, but is there is there one that jumps out? Well, the, that one in particular, does that, and then you can pick out no, one that, no. okay. I would eat that. That looks interesting. Um, is there any on here that there's some with blue cheese in I'm France. S- I'm still making my way down. Uh, Poutine the, the in Italian Canada. One, the Italian one looks the best right now. Um, yeah, I think I might have to go with... Oh, that looks interesting. The Italian one. Where was the Italian one? The Big Brexy Burger Breakfast Behemoth has a beef patty, hash brown, egg, bacon, melted cheese, and barbecue sauce on a toasted sesame bun. I would eat that. Oh, sorry. It wasn't Italian. What, what was yours? Uh, mine, mine would be the 
the Micpolo Italiano, but that's in Chile. So it's a, a mashed oh, avocado okay. with a chicken breast and looks like some uh, mayonnaise, tomato slices. Looks pretty good. Yeah, I'd probably eat that. I like a little guac. They don't really offer guac at many no. places in, in the U.S. Um, not a big fan. Do you ever get fish? fish sandwiches no, or anything no. like as iconic as those are i str- i struggle with frozen fish at a re- at a fast food restaurant yeah apparently mccafes in italy sell uh chocolate salami did you see that that looks nasty <laughs> yeah would not eat that yeah i don't know it's it's, it's unique just like looking at i i'm t- definitely interested you know when i don't i don't think i'm going to get food there but oh well, look at this one in Hong Kong, tomato and fried egg pork cutlet burger features a crispy pork cutlet topped with cheese, egg, and tomato and vegetable relish on a bun. Yeah, that looks kind of gross. Yeah, there's a lot. I you mean, might have to try. Yeah, you might I have to try one. I, I might. I might. Yeah, there's some interesting options out there. Um, and this was only a couple that we just looked through, but. You know, even in Hawaii um, and like other locations, it's just like yeah, the taro pie, apple or yeah the pie rather than the apple pie. Yeah, taro pie. Yeah, uh, they also serve spam. Oh, that's cool. Is Hawaii. it like spam as the meat? Like, or is it additional? On their, bre- their breakfast platters. Okay, it's oh. it's a spam. I I can't remember. I don't think they do spam musubi, but again, I, I don't think i've ever actually stepped into a mcdonald's i just know that they do serve them in in hawaii yeah interesting all right well let's do it we're gonna jump into some delusional thinking all right brian for the rest of your life you must eat one meal a day at mcdonald's or eat salad Without a meat for every meal. Yeah. T- talk to me. What do you got? Yeah. This is hard. This is really hard. Mm-hmm. I think I could eat McDonald's for breakfast. Yeah. Every day. I think I'd be capable of doing that. Okay. I don't think I could eat really any other meal every meal of the day but i could eat i could eat breakfast yeah so and i i could not eat salads i i can't do salads for that so i'm gonna can i have uh offer an evolution to this you can eat the salad but it can include meat but you still have to eat you know a salad every single meal but it it just can include meat i still i still don't think i could i still don't think i could eat because for me, I'm very similar to you. Like, I think I could work it out that, you know. Now, I guess you have to consider, too, that if you do the meal every day, then you have to also travel to that every day. And some days you just don't want to get up and go. So it's not like it just, like, shows up at your house. Like, you have to go to McDonald's and get your yeah, meal. Yeah, but there's – I think that's that's the least of my worries because there's McDonald's so – so many places yes. around the world. Yeah, that's that's true. I mean, you you'd have to you'd have to probably do breakfast. That's probably the best time to do it. Yeah, 
and I just do something light as I mean, much I could, as you can. Yeah, or could you say that a smoothie was your I meal? guess you could, yeah. Yeah, you could. That's like 200 calories yeah. or so. Yeah, I think that, that that works. I think why I said the, the, the meat thing is, you know, I love salad. I actually really enjoy salads, and I can eat salad pretty much every day, but once a day, sometimes twice a day. I would probably end up skipping my my breakfast every day so that I wouldn't eat salad for breakfast. Mm-hmm. But then I would eat lunch and dinner every day and salad. The thing that gets me is the meat. I, I, I It's not even close to me. I would choose the McDonald's just well, because I need meat. And, and, yeah. I mean, I would even give you, like, different types of salad. So not just thinking lettuce salad, but, like, you know, a – Like chicken salad? Pasta salad or, oh. like uh, – Oh, that does broad, sal- broaden it. Salad or a noodle salad. Those yeah. type of things could throw in there as well. But I think I would just need meat. And that's why I kind of threw out the meat. Okay. Because. Yeah, if meat's out, it's, it's I'm choosing McDonald's. You're, you're, I'm, you're then having to go with eggs or, yeah. you know, quinoa or some other type of, of you yeah. know, protein that there, will There's suffice. a reason why when I go on any diet. It has to include meat. Like I, I, I grew whether it's how I grew up or whatever. Like every meal I have, it feels incomplete if I don't have meat, and so, like that would be a big shift for me. So I, I'm going McDonald's. I'm with you on this. Yeah. Uh, and 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 the reason I I kind of threw this one out there is there's a local radio host right now who's trying to eat Chick Fil A for like a hundred and. 13 straight days or something like that like one meal a day obviously she's she's skipping the uh sundays because they're not open on sundays yep but she's still trying to go for one meal a day see that intrigues me a lot that almost isn't i mean it's a challenge but i really like chick-fil-a like chick-fil-a is my it's not in the big three, but it's it's my favorite fast food restaurant. But here's the thing: is that you liking it then then means that you're gonna want to order stuff that you probably shouldn't order every day. Yeah, yeah, and it it takes away from the specialness of it when you go. But man, they make good chicken, and I I would oh that's intriguing to me. Yeah, I I I'm rooting her on. It's her, right? Yeah, yeah, I'm rooting her on. Hopefully, she makes it. Uh, I don't know what she gets if she does it, but uh, pride. Uh, yeah, there's no world record, or anything. they, they initially thought it was going to be a world record, but apparently the news came out that a guy had done it for 114 straight days, so oh, she's okay. trying to beat him. Okay. And yeah. interesting. Yeah. Well, anyway, uh, we got a couple fries left, but other than that, we're pretty much how's this food. Um, we'll see how uh, we feel tomorrow. Certainly, I will be not great. Um, but uh, but thank you guys for, for listening to us chow down on this food. Um, it, was, it was a cool topic, a lot of history to it. Um, but, yeah, so subscribe uh, to us on Apple and Google or Spotify, wherever you find people or listen to your podcast. Um, you know, do a little, little – add that bell, whatever it is on your, our system. But, but then follow us on Twitter at Quest for 100 on Facebook at Quest for 100 Podcast, and on Instagram at Quest for 100 Podcast. We appreciate it. Yeah. And uh, if you want to go help support my stocks, please go to McDonald's. <laughs> go, go to Mickey D's. Yep. All right. Until next time on the Quest for 100. Quest for 100.